Nobody has bought any bloody body of Christ yet. Extreme Nice! This week's episode is brought to you by Extreme Nice, a proud supporter of Extreme Mice who will host this year's Extreme Nice Extreme Mice Festival of Extremities. Did you see the picture for last week's episode? If you haven't, you should, because I'm pretty proud of that. I never knew paper crumple portraits was a skill of mine, but now that I do, I'm going to use it. Probably way too much and in really bad situations. It is whatever time it is that you are listening to this, which means that it is time for broken news. Your source for fake news honestly proclaiming that it makes it up, making it more honest than anything that complains. Complains? What the fuck is a complains? See, this shit is way more real than real news, even though it's not real. What is real? Wait, that that sounds like a gay robot questioning existence, or what Israel is. This week on Broken News, my ass is a little fatter, my dick a little smaller. Finally, we made contact with alien life. There is life out there, it is intelligent, and it wants us to stop littering space. I'm receiving word now that it does not identify as it, or they, and doesn't really give a shit how it identifies. The name and or logo of Tunana Shoe may be changing, possibly once, possibly periodically, to change the format of what a name is and if a podcast has to have one. And if it has to remain the same. Future name change possibilities at this point include Lettuce Hat, Grape Juice Trumpet, and Shoot Anna. The latter being my personal favorite because it's all the same letters as to Nana Shoe, which any conspiracy or QAnon people can tell you, maybe that's been the aim all along. The dudes on the grassy knoll with the magic bullets didn't use them just that day, just one shot at JFK. They had done plenty of practice before. Do you know someone named Anna? Do you know where she is right now? Is she safe? Job leads. Got some job leads. Not everything I say on here is just a bit. Some things are actually happening and I didn't want to just talk about it. I wanted to start looking. I wanted to be a ghostwriter. I posted on Craigslist and someone hired me to write an obituary. Now, I'm worried if they were making a joke or if they're trying to kill me. I'm not really that worried, though. I have an out. When I heard about the aliens and the trash, I had an idea to be a space garbage man. I would fucking love that job. That's probably a few years out still. I think it'll be here before that ridiculous flying car bullshit, but I need something in the meantime. I guess if it came down to it, I could always ask Santa. I haven't heard from him in a while, though. Maybe I've finally found the in-between of naughty and nice so he can't see me. He had to have seen me a couple of weeks ago when I was getting kidnapped. Maybe that's why my kidnappers sent me a thank you card. Man, I'm still not okay with this 10% of your brain shit that I hear so much, and every time I hear it, I'm just like, what? Like, where did you get this shit? 
It sounds so bogus and so wrong, and I haven't been told otherwise. I have no scientific proof. I don't know anything about the brain or anything, but I just know that that doesn't sound right to me, and I don't believe it. Maybe it's just being said wrong. Maybe an important piece of information or certain phrasing is being left out of it, but still, I would have to have a very educated very informed and very experienced in brain activity doctor of some kind tell me that that was in fact true to his knowledge, his experience, and his intellect. But even then I might be like, fuck, this dude is probably wrong about that thing. No matter how much he knows about all that other stuff, he's wrong about this. Ever since I've heard that, though, the first time, you only use 10% of your brain, I started using 100% of my brain to figure out how that could possibly be true. How so many people were so certain of that's the way that it is, that they had to tell me it all the time, that I had to hear it all the time, and that I had to put in this much of my brain trying to figure it out. I think I finally have a couple credible leads, albeit somewhat abstract. People are using the 10% of their brain like cats use their nine lives. Or it's like at the end of the Titanic, spoiler alert, when the ship is filling with water and there are these compartments so that they're able to close off sections of the ship so that it doesn't flood the entire ship and make it sink. I've seen a lot of people, really most people, using their brain like they're only using 10% of it at a time. And using that 10% pretty carelessly, pretty recklessly. So I would imagine that it is getting like flooded and wrecked and that they're having to close it off and leave it behind and move on to another 10% that it's left behind And it's still just up there in their head, surrounded by some fucking wet floor signs and some ripped caution tape. But hey, that's okay. I bet they're really nice people. Extreme nice! I'd like it to be known now, on the record, that if somebody sponsors me, if they provide some type of funding for an episode in exchange for some type of promotion... I can, and will, put that anywhere and everywhere. Extreme nice. Just like Freddie Mercury did with his AIDS. And then Rami Malek did with his portrayal of Freddie Mercury and his AIDS. I just watched that movie, finally. I know I'm really late on it, but it was really good, and I was really impressed. Rami Malek totally acted like he had AIDS. I think I could do that. I think I would probably be better at acting like I had AIDS than if I actually had AIDS. There was this one time. I went to this bar. I didn't know it was this type of bar, but they had this thing there that they called exotic fish dance. And they pulled a couple of catfish out and had them thrash all over my body while spritzing me with, I couldn't believe it, butter. I want to be clear, I do believe that that is not butter. I know it's not butter. I've been told it's not butter. It doesn't taste like butter. It's not being delivered like butter. I have no reason to believe that it is butter. Fuck that stuff and fuck its stupid name and fuck the people who use stuff like that to allow it to exist. I'd still let them sponsor me or an episode though, but I might not believe it. Alright, now 
Let's make up some news. It's easy. I'll show you. Here's how it's done. There's a... Let's say it's a guy. And this guy did something. Some newsworthy thing. Bigger than feeding pigeons. Less than Hitler. Let's say he fed Hitler. No, his father fed Hitler. He fed Hitler pigeons. Cooked in butter that he couldn't believe was butter. Because it had gone bad, but it once actually was butter. And coming up later on Broken News, starting a cult can be diffy. This isn't an easy cult. If we had better broken newses, there wouldn't be so much stuff that I'd somehow missed out on. Like the Me Too movement. Just before people started coming forward with that, the number two had actually written an autobiography that he was scheduled to come out with. Coincidentally, it was titled Me Too, which is why he had to prolong the release. After that, and then the pandemic, it's obviously changed some things, so it was necessary to rework, rewrite some things. It brings me great pleasure to be the first to announce that Me Minus One, written by the number two in autobiography, will soon be available. Even more impressive, and upsetting that I didn't hear about this sooner... One of the most premier orchestras on the planet held a very special concert. This exclusive event featured a canine conductor. That's right, man's best friend, a dog, using his tail to conduct the orchestra. If you can't believe butter, there's no way you're gonna believe that shit. But believe you me when I tell you this, there's finally a superhero that is relatable for the really little kids, the toddlers, the infants. If I had just guessed, or come up with the name myself, I would have said his name was Put Stuff in His Mouth Guy. But for some reason, and I don't know why this is, I asked him he would not tell me. I used my journalism skills to try and research, couldn't find anything. But for some reason, his name is Extreme Nice. And he is so incredibly, unbelievably nice. For the last couple of weeks, I can't seem to get out of my head, stop, drop, and roll. It came up randomly, but what I remembered was in elementary school, there were several times, there were like full assemblies that covered it extensively. There was so much coverage of stop, drop, and roll. It's pretty simple. Stop, drop, and roll. Everyone knows it. Everyone back then knew it. Pretty much from the first time we were told, we knew it and we remembered it. If you're on fire, stop, drop, and roll. If somebody else is on fire, get them to stop, drop, and roll. Everyone knows it. Everybody. But I bet you, I fucking bet you, that if you were on fire... You would not stop, you would not drop, and you would not roll. I fucking know it, you wouldn't. But what I want to know is, why the fuck were they teaching us that in the first place? I've never seen anyone on fire. I've never known anyone that was on fire. Especially not children. What part of our history were there so many children on fire that they had to come up with this saying to get them to know how to put it out? Sometimes, 
some things aren't really as odd or off as they may seem. Or even if they are, you can make them seem that way a little less based on how you react to it, your behavior, and your actions that follow. Like when I was living in this town called Faith, a deeply religious town where people practically worshipped the ground that they walked on. The appreciation was nice. Then I found out the town was actually named after one of the children that lived in the town. And this child was believed to have been some sort of angel or heavenly being. To me, it always seemed like Faith was doing really cheap, store-bought magic almost. The silly, ridiculous type of illusions kids would make up and enjoy. People especially worshipped the ground that Faith walked on. So then I started collecting it. Only the special spots where Faith had stayed for a little bit longer at a time, and only late at night when no one else would see me doing it. I saved up from all the small secret holes. One night, when I finally had enough, I didn't use the dirt I dug from the hole that night. I used the dirt that I had saved. I took some heirloom vegetable seeds I'd also saved up from my time in the town that I'd been collecting from each person in town and their families, passed down from generation to generation. I made a hole a home for them in the freshly dug soil using just my hand and placed them in there gently. I tucked the worshipped soil back over it, and then I pissed all over the grave. I'd prepared. I made sure it was a lot. I wanted it to run all the way down to the body of faith that I had killed and buried there. It's been months now. I've heard the whole town is still looking for faith, And if they've made it this far through this recording, they now know what you do. To further antagonize the entire universe, I'll also be littering this into space. And for what it's worth, if it makes anybody feel any better, I set Faith on fire. And Faith neither stopped, dropped, nor rolled. Just sat there and burned to death. It was the most magical thing I'd ever seen. With the right perspective, you might even say it was an act of extreme nice. All I'm really trying to say this week is anchovies are usually pretty disgusting. There are certain kinds that are actually really good. But most of the time, most anchovies are just fucking gross. They stink, they feel slimy and prickly texturally. And they're so fucking salty and fishy and bitter and gross. But you take a little bit and you prepare it properly. And you have some really great Caesar salad dressing. I don't like or care about sports either, but today's a big game day. It's the Euro Cup. And then the Suns are in the finals. And that is the anchovy to my Caesar dressing this week. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go watch those games. And you're going to look at your screen or your phone or just sit there in the silence and realize that this episode is over.